0: Okay, so it's um, July 8th, day 712 of lockdown. These are more of my uncensored thoughts. Oh my God, more of my thoughts. Uncensored, unfiltered, and unedited from my brain directly to you. I, it's amazing how much I fucked that up. Uh, <laughs> 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 this is why I don't do scripted stuff, I do improv. Cause I just forget the scripted stuff. Like, have you ever, ever seen me try and host an improv show? You can see, you can see the gears turning. I'm working so hard, um, um, yeah, uh, what to talk about today. I, uh, I think I'm going to get, like, you know, personal and maybe potentially emotional again today, because that's just where I'm at at the moment, um, this lockdown has done a number on me, uh, I'm not alone in that, I'm aware, um, (laughs) I I sometimes wish I could sort of just sleep until like go, go to sleep now and wake up when we have like a vaccine and it's all over I think I've said that on this before uh, but that's not even really the big issue uh, for me the issue for me is related to who I am as a person all the time like not just during a lockdown period like obviously this is just this whole pandemic and this lockdown and quarantine has just sort of exacerbated stuff that's already there for everybody right and i had a lot of stuff that was already there um i mean we all do uh, i was i think i've said before that i was meant to start seeing a new therapist like, the week we went into lockdown. <laughs> so that was fun. Uh, specifically an LGBT uh, therapist which we've been. Great, cause there's still a lot of stuff there that I'm still dealing with. Uh, <laughs> um, oh God, I've, I, My memories on Facebook today, there was a, <laughs> a post that said, uh, from me 11 years ago saying, I've been li- I've been listening to em- Emiliana Torini and thinking. Dot dot God, I'm such a girl. I was right. I just didn't know how right I was. Uh, I think I was just being weirdly sort of gender stereotyping in a way. Because, you know, only girls listen to Miliana Torini. <laughs> I haven't listened to Miliana Torini in forever. I really should. She's great. I realised, well, like, I was talking to my father yesterday, that the last gig I was at before this, uh, the last uh, that wasn't a friend of mine. Because uh, I went to my friend uh, Jenny's gig. Uh, oh, yeah! I was recommending my friend, <laughs> my friend Johnny, uh as the so the musical director of um, Spontaneous Players, The Emperor of Griffin Man, and also releases music under the name Penlight. Uh, and uh, her first album, like, is great. It's called Grow Slow. It's so good. Go and find it on. Uh, go find it on Spotify. Go, go on. <laughs> um, but yeah, before, but the last gig I was at before that, except for that gig. Uh, Was Bjork at um, (laughs) the Hydro, which was an incredible, just absolutely indescribably good gig, Uh, and just uh, one of those moments where you're like, oh "I'm so glad." I I didn't want to talk about I didn't want to talk about music today. Uh, I talked about music a lot yesterday when I was talking about Phoebe Bridges. Um, But I think I'm just trying to avoid talking about the thing that I won't. I, I I should talk about. Last night, I found myself getting quite upset, because um, I was just thinking about friends, uh, not the TV show. Um, I was not thinking about the TV show Friends. Although, ah, oh, this is going to get very confusing. Uh, whenever I say friends from now on, I am not speaking about the TV show Friends. I am thinking about the concept of having friends. Uh, I, I, I still really struggle with friends. Uh, again, God, it really says okay. <laughs> I'm not talking about a TV show. I struggle with having friends, uh, because I have talked to them before. I'm sure uh, I I said that a lot these days, but you might not have heard of those. This this is like the forty eighth of these. Is, possibly you don't have these, and not listened to them all. In fact, it's probable you've not listened to them all. I think nobody has. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. Not according to the stats. Um, I, uh went for a period at high school where I didn't have any friends Um, and a lot of people say that like and mean that they had like one or two friends and when I say I mean I had like no friends there was outside of school um, there were like kids that were like the children of my my mum's friends and I hung out with them when my mum went to see them you know that. Kid, remember that thing we had where you were like, "That that was enough for you to be friends for someone." You know, but in terms of friends, you chose. In terms of friends, I chose. I had no chosen friends for like two or three years of high school, um, because one of my friends, because I I because I only had three friends going into high school, uh, well two uh, two friends going into high school. Uh And they both went off into different groups, and one of them I sort of stayed friends with, uh, but not really. And weirdly, saw him uh, working at uh, a donut place in Glasgow um, like two years ago, and he recognised me. And there was a moment of him going like, "He recognised me. Obviously, I'm very, I'm very different to what I was." at high school, but he recognised me and gave me a free donut, (laughs) which was uh, kind of great. Um, But we weren't really friends at the time, you know, and uh, we'll talk before about how I sort of got involved in this group of friends and we watched like music videos and played video games together. And those were friends and then uh, the people who I did drama with, those were friends, Uh, but uh, I don't really know what... I'm not really good at friends. Uh. I don't... I don't think so, anyway. Uh. And I don't say that as a thing so that any friends that are listening will get in touch and go, No, you are good at friends. I... I... <laughs> I struggle... Uh, social anxiety is, is a very confusing thing. I, am. Um, have this permanent thing in my brain that keeps trying to tell me that I'm not worth caring about. Right? That's the thing. That's anxiety. Right? <laughs> that's that's one of my things of anxiety. That's uh, uh, self esteem issues. Okay. Right? I'm not alone in that. A lot of people in the world have that. That thing in your brain that tells you you're not worth anything. That makes it really hard to navigate friendships. Right? Because if somebody is like, "Oh, hey, uh, how are you?" <laughs> like a friend says that, your brain immediately goes, "Well, you're not worth anything," and they must know that, so they can't really be asking that question. That's how that gets filtered right For, So that's thats a lot of how my social anxiety works. That is how that gets filtered. Someone says, uh, "This," is, and that's someone I know. Someone I don't know. It's complete. It's like, "Oh, you don't matter." So, like, this person's life. Uh, would, it continues existing better if you're not in it that's the, my default um, so but when it's a friend who uh, someone who I am friends with and they're like how are you my brain does that you don't matter so but then I know that if I just I know that <laughs> oh god I know that's not true right but I don't know I can't reconcile how untrue that is. It's, uh, it's been especially weird during this, uh, like, lockdown, because I've not been seeing people, right? You talk you talk to people online or you have shared, shared Zoom calls and stuff. Like, a couple of groups of friends of mine, we meet up for, like, Zoom calls either to, but play, play games, just chat, or uh, play d specifically for some of them. And it's, uh, and it's harder right like we there's been loads of articles written about how it's harder communicating over these online things than it is in real life and as someone who struggles to communicate in real life uh i'm i always worry that i'm talking too much uh that what i'm saying has no value uh that i'm being too opinionated uh these are all worries that i have at all times which means i sort of approach conversations with friends uh, with a sort of warning light on the whole time which makes things hard right Uh, it means I can't be fully present with my friends I've had two friends in my life that I had that I that I and they would say were best friends And both of those are incredibly complicated relationships where I no longer talk to the other person. In one of those cases we just sort of drifted away, in one of those cases we had a big fight. And I really struggle to even talk about this because I worry that either of those people would be listening to this right now. Or that it would somehow get back to them. Um And I think that those friendships were toxic. And I think that a huge part of that is on me as well. I like I'm not saying that I, I'm a victim of uh, people with really talk, like talk. our friendships were too much and uh, were too intense and too. It does not help that they are also both people that I have that I had previously initially had romantic feelings for, and we had and that I had slept with both of those people. But that, that doesn't that's, <laughs> that's not a coincidence, probably. Um, And that's really messed me up as well, because those are people who I was like, oh, I can say anything to these people. That's how it started, and how it felt. And that's the ideal, right? That's what people talk about when people go, oh, your friends are the people you can relax with, and you can say anything to and you can be your, really be yourself with them. And in both cases those relationships ended up... Not in that situation. It ended up in a space where... I felt I was or walking on eggshells. I'm sure they felt the same way about me. Uh Although I'm not... I mean, yeah. Uh, there was a... There beca- although actually I don't... Actually no, there was, they didn't. They didn't. That's I need to stop doing that. <laughs> they didn't. Uh It became like a sort of one-sided sort of thing where I would worry about everything. Instead of it being this sort of warning light, this little warning light, it would be an alarm blaring the whole time. Uh, and those are the two people who I feel I've got closest to in my life. <laughs> in terms of friends. Um, or two of the not if not the two. And uh, it would become a thing where oh, it would basically just prove that thought that oh, what I say doesn't matter because it'll be drowned out by what they say. And if I try and raise that as an issue it'll be pointed out that me raising that as an issue is, is, the, is the actual issue. So I sort of... You know, like, you look at TV and film and stuff, and you see people who are friends who are like friends forever. Like, Broad City is a big example of this. Uh, that's the first one that comes to my mind. There's hundreds, uh, you know, like <laughs> Joey and Chandler in and France. Um, there's people who are like properly friends. And there's a difference because there's two sort of friendships in for and TV. People who've been friends their whole lives, like, um, and, and I may destroy you. Terry and Bella have clearly, have been friends since high school. That was made clear in a flashback. Um, you know, or, uh, or it's people who have met and they have immediately become, like, great friends. Like in Broad City, like, uh, Chandler and Joy, and friends. For me I don't really have friends from high school, That's, I mean I got, I know people, I still know people who, who, I, who I knew in high school but I don't really talk to them. I, I wouldn't say we're friends friends, you know, or close friends. Uh, so I have to sort of rely on that, oh you meet someone and then you connect with them. And like I say both times that's been a confusing thing of, uh, is this connection romantic, is it platonic, who knows. That's what the close relationships. Are. So when it comes to my regular friendships <laughs> or my close friendships that aren't like we're best friends, and I have you know I have plenty of close friends. I'm actually that's one of the weird things uh, <laughs> for someone who worries so much about my friends and not having any. I I have quite a lot of like people I would consider good friends, <laughs> uh, but I constantly worry, and this lockdown is quarantine It's a huge part of that because we've been able to like go out and like walk and like meet people and I have done that with three separate people but on all three occasions it's been people who have asked me (laughs) do you want to go out for a walk like do you want to connect that's always been how it's been for me I guess Uh, I remember when I was a kid uh, when I was at high school, I had no real friends, I remember talking to my dad, I remember we were in the garden, specifically I remember that, and I remember saying, oh there's this guy, Ross, who seems like a nice guy, and we were chatting in maths, uh, and he was, and my dad was like, oh okay, you should get in touch, you should, you should get in touch with him, and ask if he wants to like come around or whatever, and in my brain I was like, well why would, why, how would, why would I have to, why do I, <laughs> why is that on me, right? <laughs> Uh, that was a defence mechanism. I never To recognise. Well, why was that on me? Why is that on me to get in touch with him? If he wants to be my friend, he'll he'll let me know. <laughs> uh, and that's my de- that's always been my default. Uh, if this person wants to be friends with me, they'll let me know. If this person, oh, it's just him, in my dating life. This <laughs> uh, to even higher extreme. But and friends like if this person wants to be a friend, if this person wants to spend time with me, they'll let me know. That is my default and i've been trying to push myself to be more proactive with friends but i have this thing where my brain immediately goes you're bothering them like stop messaging people <laughs> stop messaging people online and asking how how they are even if you genuinely even if you genuinely care and genuinely want to know how they are and stop asking people don't ask people to go for a walk even if you genuinely would like to like see them in real life because it's difficult to communicate with people online. Don't, like, and my brain goes, don't do that. <laughs> that is my default, and I, that's something I'm working on. Uh, so, if you're a friend of mine, and I have recently contacted you <laughs> to ask if you'd like to, like, go, or if I haven't got around to doing that yet, know that that's what's happening. I'm constantly at war with my own brain on this, uh, is the issue. Uh... Yeah, so this is, this, see, this is why I need to see a therapist. (laughs) Uh, Stuff like this. It's constantly in my brain. Yeah. That's basically where I'm at. Uh, And there's also the fact that going outside is like, it's like, oh yeah, it's nice to see people, but then... You know we still don't have a vaccine uh masks can only do so much. Scotland at least seems pretty okay but I don't you know want to get sick or get someone else sick either which becomes a very good excuse to not see someone right? <laughs> so how much of that is me going oh yeah I care about people and how much of that is me going oh convenient excuse um, i guess this is something we're just gonna have to all, all figure out <laughs> anyway uh stay safe uh stay well uh stay at home unless i've contacted you to go for a walk and you want to go for a walk we can do that um <laughs> uh, stay educated and stay informed uh there's a lot you know lots lots of stuff out there God, I'm so nervous, um, yeah, and if you, um, if you really don't want me to talk to you, like, just, just tell me, um, <laughs> God, Jesus Christ, uh, my name is Maradoy, thank you very much for listening to my, um, self-involved ramblings, uh, goodbye.